Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 6th of February. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us. And this week it's been all KC Rooks really holding it down for us up at the top of the ladder. Um, has not been a great week for me. I've been doing one or another kind of bad thing every night, along with all of the right things that are kind of obvious, so... Eventually, that'll work out. Impressive, the leaky black worked out here. Clay not closing. Sorry for you. Sorry for Clay. That's too bad. I also saw this incredible bet and wanted to make everybody aware of it just for next time. Um, the, the rule is they pay out if the um, futures bet is placed and one hole is played after it. So, for instance, it was pretty clear that we we're going to cancel Pebble Beach. So if after a bunch of guys finished, you could place a bet for them to stay where they were, that was going to for sure cash and you could get like 50 to one. So that's what a bunch of guys did is place top 20, top 10 bets for guys who are in the top 20 and top 10. And some of them got paid out and some of them didn't. And yeah, that turned out to be the important factor is get the bets in before the last hole gets the bet for next time. Like this is like generational wealth opportunity for the future. The next time there's a big rainy event. I don't know if it'll be Pebble Beach or what sort of place. Okay, so for today, I've been waiting out the Memphis news. We've got a bunch of news, a bunch, a bunch of news, a bunch of obvious plays. Fred Van Vliet is out. I'm aware Fred Van Vliet is out. With Fred Van Vliet out, Sabersim really wants me to, to plug in Infinity Percent Amen Thompson. I can't really get away from it. I think it's probably fine to do that. Um, so he's our number one core player of the day. But also, you do have that other guy on the bench who I've boosted a little bit, uh, Aaron Holiday. But Aaron Holiday is like, meh. And he won't be one of the ones who's run um, in the core rotation. So I think uh, Amen, assuming he starts, is appropriate. Up at the top, obviously I'll pivot if we don't get a zillion, per if we don't get him starting. We also have Nick's value. But with the Nick's value, it's kind of codependent on Memphis. So we'll talk about that in a second. We also have Brooklyn value. A bunch of guys got ruled out. I'm still not 100% happy with the projections we have for the remaining guys. I'm assuming that, yeah, Cam is out. I, I If we really get 9% Dennis Smith Jr. on this slate, that's awesome. I'm going to back up the truck to a fair amount. Dude loves to score points, and if he's in there in garbage time, it's just going to slam and slam. Uh, and they won't, Who knows if there's going to be garbage time? It's unclear. Also, Dallas hasn't given us 100% clarity. Kyrie said he'd probably play, I think it was. Um, we got news. Kleba is also probable. I'm going to back up the truck on Kleba. He's been playing a lot of minutes, and if he starts getting it going... He's not that expensive, um, but I did just make a statement that's about a shooter, so let me get them down to a shooter percentage because that's what it is for him, for Cleveland. Uh, besides that, we've got the Memphis game. I mean, I mean, we got the Minnesota rule, as usual. You know what I like to do, max two out of three. I make Cat and um, Ant-Man the same um, for their median projection because I think they are the, roughly the same. Then, yeah, we've got also, so on Brooklyn, the one mega piece of value we have here is Royce O'Neal now starting and uh, Dennis Smith Jr. off the bench. So I'm going to super jam Royce, even though he's a low point per minute guy. I could get killed by this, but he's going to get a ton of minutes in this game. Um, so I think I'm getting to a ton of Royce for that reason. Same deal with Precious. He's still kind of cheap for a guy who's going to play 36 to 40 minutes in a competitive game here. And maybe in a not competitive game because they, they just love running out Precious. Um, but I don't know. Now that I've said it for both of these guys, I'm worried about usage for Royce and I'm worried about actual minutes for Precious in the blowout. So I'm going to lower them a little bit. 
the the main core piece is Amen Thompson. Beyond that, the other guys are not the same level, and you shouldn't think of them as the same level of play. Even though I'm going to make three guys core like normal, most mostly it's core Amen Thompson, and then it's more everybody else. Like if you look at the value, it's just a whole. He's in a whole nother realm, so he should be in a whole nother realm in your ownerships as well. Um. Hartenstein, a little bit underprojected. I don't understand it. I, he got in foul trouble. Same thing. Oh, yeah. So Jabari Smith got in foul trouble and missed a bunch of minutes and now is being underprojected by everybody. Shouldn't do that. You should play Jabari a fair amount. I'm going to be double the field on Jabari. You can make your call. Um, I'm only double the field also on Shangun and Jalen Green. You could go more, more strongly if you feel like it. Uh, Indiana is a team that plays pretty fast. So, you know, it, it makes some sense. I just... Yeah, I'm mostly getting, we have a ton of other value. And who knows about Memphis, right? I haven't even gotten there yet. So we have Memphis and we have New York. On the New York side, we have a bunch of guys who are playing a really, really tight rotation. Probably play 40 minutes if it stays close. However, on the Memphis side, we have the answer to if it stays close. Whenever we get, and it's going to be not necessarily before lock. We could get this news right at 4 o'clock. But whenever you get that news, Memphis guys in or out, it tells you what to do with this slate. If Memphis guys are in, you can play the New York guys because there's some chance the game stays close. But if Memphis guys are out, you just play the Memphis guys. Because so if these Memphis guys are out, I haven't made a separate set of projections. But we go back to the old plan. So Conchar out, Aldama out, um, Vince Williams out, Derek Rose out. The remaining dudes are what? Eight dudes? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight dudes. Yes, exactly. So those are the eight dudes. So that's the plan. Those eight dudes, like no other dudes, like for value, those become the eight dudes, not Kennard. Kennard's not going to play very much. You saw it last game. I don't, I don't think that's a pot. You don't think you should play Kennard. I, I'm going to act on the assumption that they're going to just throw this game too. And so, because as long as they've got, um, what's his name? Pippin up from the G League. Why not? Right. So Jemison Kashi's bad. I can't really, maybe. 24 if all those guys are out. Gilliard, 24. Matt Hurt for she, she was bad. 18. He's still hitting up shots though. Like if he hits his shots, 21 and give him a 10% chance of hitting his shots. Uh Tosan was impressive. So let's give him 28 on like a zillion rebounds. And he would be like 50%. You would have a lot of Tosan if if these guys are all out. And Scotty Pippen, same deal. You're jamming Scotty Pippen. So Actually, his his price is kind of high now, but I still think I still think you get a jam Scotty Pippen in the case where everybody else is out, and he's just going to be running the show, and it's like infinity points for Scotty Pippen time. They ran Scotty and um, Jacob Gilliard alongside each other for like ten minutes in the last game, so you don't even have to do a, a fork. Let me tell you what forks I did do: Dinwiddie and DSJ. I think for that game, that's pretty much the choice. I think if it's a close game and Dinwiddie has it going, they leave Dinwiddie in. Otherwise. DSJ game. Uh, DSJ is very assertive on offense. They may need that. So I think it's probably a DSJ game. I'm going to go massively overweight to DSJ today. Um, yeah. So that's that's the way I'm playing it. Uh, I'm playing a little bit of Dinwiddie. Too. I guess I'm overweight on Dinwiddie as well. So yeah, I'm playing both sides of this. I think, yeah, that's basically where the value is today. At this time, we'll see, you know, how much of the New York guys do I stay on if the Memphis guys are out? I don't know. Because then I don't know if I get all the minutes from these guys, right? You know what I mean? Like, they've got they've got a bench. They've got, like, Fournier and Malachi Flynn and Archie Diakono who can come in and play minutes. These main guys don't have to play the minutes. No. So, 
then I would probably limit it to whatever the the field is at, like 35% precious and 10, I'd probably roll back the Hardenstein and, you know, stuff like that. So for now, we're waiting on the Memphis news. And until we get the Memphis news, I can't really say what to do with the slate, right? Because like, let's let's look at with the Memphis guys changed, what, what does the value look like for the slate? Tosan's up there. Scotty Pippen Jr.'s up there. Jemison's up there. I mean, granted, also, um, Amen Thompson's still far and above them. But I'm just pointing out, if the Memphis guys are out, they are, again, some of the best plays on the slate, and you can't ignore it. So anyway, um, that's basically all I got for today. We're going to stick with a core of probably Amen Thompson, Royce, and Dennis Smith Jr. for now. You know what? No. Um, I also haven't said Jabari Smith. Yeah, Jabari got in foul trouble last game. He's not going to get in foul trouble every game. The like, projections are now basically just Jabari gets in foul trouble every game. He might, but I mean, he might not. And if he doesn't, he's going to smash and you need him in your lineup. Um, a little bit of Jonathan Isaac never hurt anybody. He's getting He's fun. He gets a ton of blocks. I've been toying around with doing some sorts of rules with these Utah guards. Um haven't settled on one yet, though. Let me know if you guys have any good Utah guard rules. But feels like you could use one, but Dunn never really gets extended, so I can't really put him in a rule with other guys. And then, like, the three guys who kind of get extended aren't the same position, so it's kind of like Sacramento, maybe. I don't know. Still haven't settled on exactly what the right rule is. Um, But, yeah, this Miami-Orlando game is pretty gross, aside from Jonathan Isaac. I mean... And even Jonathan Isaac, what, yeah, he needs, I think I will probably get to less Jonathan Isaac as we get real value coming through. Because Jonathan Isaac is kind of speculative value, he's off the bench, whatever. So join up in the uh, Discord. Thanks again for watching. I know I gave you guys like three hours to watch, but I prefer to make this after shoot around so that what I say is at least kind of re relevant by the time the real um, event happens. So um, remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us.